Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 110 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and in just a moment, Brandon Cunningham and Terry Weaver are coming back to close out our Terry Weaver trilogy about his book, Making Elephants Fly. Why did we do two parts with the interview? Well, we recorded for almost an hour and there was so much good content, we just didn't want to trim any of it and lose any of it. So we made a decision. Let's cut it in half, give you two parts. Here we go to conclude our interview with Terry Weaver about his book, Making Elephants Fly. Let's dive right in. I want to be the next Terry Weaver and the only Terry Weaver um, because that's the only thing I know how to do. <laughs> like, I don't know how to be the next anyone else. And that's what you were created for. You know, you talked about operating in a box. It's like most of us get in the box. The box isn't put on us. There, there, There's not restrictions on us. We put those restrictions on ourselves. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think we accept those restrictions. I think society has led us to believe that there are restrictions. You know, it goes back to, I love Sir Ken Robinson, one of my favorite TED speakers. You know, but he, you know, he talks about how the, the, the public school system, the public education globally, was designed basically with a 50% failure rate that, you know, the public education system that, you know, you've been depending on to make your kids smart has was basically designed that for 50% of the kids to go work a factory job or go be a secretary, like they didn't expect everyone to go to college. You know, now that's what schools expect, but the system that they're trying to accomplish that in wasn't designed that way. And so, you know, you were designed, you know, to kind of, you know, Back when guys like Henry Ford realized that, you know, you can have a Ford in any color you want as long as it's black. You know, we were designed for this in- industrial revolution, right? Like, in, and that's over with, right? Like, the, in, the in, that age is, if, if you don't believe me, just travel to Michigan. Um, in a lot of those places, I mean, we have a GM plant in our town now because it got kicked out of Michigan because there was nobody there. Everybody left. Um, and, you know, it frequently goes through a cycle. It's like, oh, we're going to lay off one third of the, the shifts because... We're just moving into a time and an age where, I mean, obviously somebody's going to have to make a car, right? You know, I love that scene in in the new Willy Wonka movie, and I, and I don't know if some people don't like, you know, like, ah, oh, Gene Willow Wilder's <laughs> Willy Wonka. Let's not have that argument right now. But I love the scene kind of in the end where, you know, dad's kind of a toothpaste factory worker and he loses his job, but he gets to, he comes back to be the, he loses his job to a robot, but he has to go back to be the guy that repaired the robot. Um <laughs> But it's a great reminder of how fast our world is moving. Um, and, you know, Walt Disney had a had a famous quote, has a famous quote. It's all over Walt Disney World. You know, it's like the movie Meet the Robinsons um, is based on, on this quote. And it's, you know, if you go anywhere on Disney property and Walt Disney said around here, we don't look backwards very long. We just keep moving forward, opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and cur- curiosity keeps leading us down new paths, you know. Um, and the idea of just moving forward and pressing on and moving on, that's something that sounds like a cute Walt Disney quote, right? But it's not necessarily um, how many of us live our lives. We live our lives stuck. I mean, you guys have a whole podcast dedicated to that, right? We live our lives <laughs> accepting accepting the life we have. And, you know, I, when I hear people complain about their life, it's always they always complain about it in the context like they can't do something about it. <laughs> 
you know, there are some things like we can't change, like there's diseases in life and things that hit us hard. And like, dude, life is hard. I get it. Right. But, you know, there are things that we can change about our life, you know, and how we react. And, you know, I have a, I have a friend that just has hated their job for like 15 years. And it's like, all right. At what point <laughs> is that going to, you know, at, at what point is that going to cause you to maybe live a little differently? Yeah, I know. And there's people, you know, my parents are like this. My mom literally lives in the house that she has lived in for the last 60, I think 50 some odd years. But she was born two houses away. And so she's lived within 100 yards of where she was born and she's in her 70s and she's complained almost the whole time. And I've always said, you know, you realize you can go anytime. You have no kid, you know, to take care of, no, you know, pets even. It's like you can move tomorrow. You're retired. Go live anywhere else. I do a conference every year in Orlando called The Thing. Um, It's thething.live. It still has last year's site up, but very, very soon you'll be able to go there and, um, I'm not sure if we'll have Lee this year, but we'll have a lot of people like Lee. And I'd love, I'd love to have you guys or your listeners. And, you know, our whole thing is like, everyone's got a thing, right? And I want to see people actually do their thing. And I want to equip people, tools and the knowledge and the power to, to actually execute on that. Awesome. Um, and when is that? When it's, about? A, it, it's in, it'll be in May this year. May, cool. And it's in Orlando. It's oh, literally when? two minutes from Disney. Lots of great speakers. And we're, we're in the process of finalizing all of our speakers right now. So. We're excited about that. And, you know, we'll come, we'll speak. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, man, I'm just really passionate about seeing people accomplish those things they've been dreaming about. Right. Cause, and there are just, there's so many people that just, that dream, right. That have these, you know, who was, was it Morgan Freeman and was it Jack Nicholson? It was in the bucket list movie. Yes. Yeah. You know, and man, you know, I don't want my life to be about a list of things that I want to do that I've never done. Right. You know, whether it's, you know, jump out of a plane or see the this city or, um, you know, my father-in-law passed away at the beginning of last year. And so, you know, and my mom has MS, my wife has MS, Leslie's my, my, my wife's mother, you know, she's in her 70s. And, you know, there, there's time is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Absolutely. So we've 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 taken a hard look at. You know, my mom and her mom both wanted to go to Hawaii. So it's like, okay, well, let's pick. Don't tell me you want to do something and not start getting on a calendar with me. (laughs) Um, Because I just, I don't think that, is it the wisest financial decision to go at this time? Probably not, right? For us, there's probably other things. I probably should be more focused on it's the holiday season and I should be selling this book more. But, you know, I, I don't want to get to my end of my life and think, man, I didn't do this thing. I want, I met a, there's a story I tell in the last chapter. I was at Trader Joe's and I um, saw this old lady who was well into her nineties and she was driving one of those uh, electric ghost grocery carts. You know, I'm talking about the, you know, the store has there, they're basically like a John Deere tractor with (laughs) a, with a uh, shopping cart on the front. And you know, you know, you know, the thing that I'm, I'm ADD if you haven't figured that out, but you know, going through my mind process is like, okay, she, this lady clearly hasn't taken a class for this thing. She probably hasn't been able to drive a car for 15 years. So they've given her the, you know, they've given her the keys to this thing. You know, and here she is in the wine aisle on the frozen section driving, you know, driving around. And, you know, I just, you know, from being someone that travels alone, because I've traveled to speak and I, a lot of times will meet my, the other people that I'm working with when I get there. So I'll, you know, I'll be in airports alone and I'm not afraid to talk to, I'm kind of an introvert, but I'm not afraid when I travel to talk to, because I've learned 
when you talk to people, you just you hear their story. And I think people's stories are really powerful. So I just ask, I just said, hey, you know, ma'am, I'm writing a book. You're obvious. I said this. I said, you're obviously not in your 20s. You're probably somewhere in your 30s. She's like, oh, how sweet. Um, But I was like, you know, at, at your point where you are in life, do you have any regrets? I think that's a powerful question to ask people who are near the end of their life. And um, she said, no, I don't have any. She's like, I've done everything I've set out to do on this earth. And I'm like, you're my hero. I want to be that lady that when I when I roll when I roll into the sunset of my Trader Joe's motorized shopping cart, I'll be able to say, man, I didn't leave anything on the table. (laughs) I didn't. There's nothing undone. There's no lists with buckets on it. There's no dreams that are undone because I just think that's a tragedy. And I don't think there's any reason why we should sail off into the sunset with living an unlived life and being stuck in that deadly rut that you guys are so desperate to remind us to get us out of. So that's that's so powerful. That's so good. And you know, like your trip to Hawaii and you were talking, maybe it's not the best financial decision, but in, you know, 10, 20 years, you're not going to remember that extra, maybe thousand, couple of thousand dollars you would have had, had you not gone with this trip. Yeah. Don't tell Dave Ramsey, but, um, (laughs) you know, but the thing is, is, you know, so often I think we've been taught to play the short game in life and, you know, I mean, we kind of get, you know, when bad things happen, we immediately go to the short game mode, don't we? We go into like survival mode, right. but man, life, you got to live life on the long, you got to live life, you know, with Stephen Covey and his, his life changing book, um, the seven habits of highly effective people. And I know you've read it. You kind of can't be a human being and, and not at least of our generation of our age. Right. Exactly. Um, and I imagine a lot of your listeners probably have it, but there's this exercise that he does. And I encourage people to do the same exercise. You know, like imagine your, your, your funeral, imagine your tombstone, imagine at the end of your life, what you want it to be about and start working backwards. Um, you know, and, and I imagine a lot of the things that you're doing with your, most people are doing with their life right now, isn't anything they want to be remembered for, you know? And I, I think it's, you know, we all have, if you're still breathing, if you're still on this planet, if you're, you know, I said that one of the things in the book is, you know, if you're not dead, you're not done. You know, if you're still here and there's still air in your lungs, you're still you're still here with a purpose and you still have something to do while you're here. And so, you know, you can pivot, you can make a change um, and you can still make an impact and you may not be able to get everything done on your list, but you can at least start chasing those things and making those things that, that, uh, that are accomplished. And, you know, there's, there's this lie that, that we're told that like, it's too late. Right. (laughs) You know, and man, I mean, there's so many people that didn't even start on their dreams until they were well in their forties or even their fifties. It's just, you know, I think how old, I think Sam Walton didn't. St- he was really. He was pretty old. Yeah. When started KFC Kentucky yeah, Fried he Chicken, was like he was in sixty or seventies or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you, there's just so many of of those guys that just that just they didn't. We we just have this belief that everything has to start at like twenty two. Right. If you're thirty and you hadn't really done anything big, you're a failure. Yeah. Well, great failures in their thirties and forties generally create great things in their fifties and sixties. Yeah, I mean, it's just there's, and that goes back to that. You know, we believe that somebody else says that, uh, you know, that it has to, that it has to happen this way or this this certain plan, and it's just not. Yeah, Walton was born in 1918, and Walmart wasn't started until 1962. So at 44, he go. started Walmart. Um, I'm not quite there yet, and so, you know, <laughs> when you think about, I mean, love, love or hate Walmart, right? You know, you would assume that he started, you know, the story that we probably have playing in our head is that he was 12 years old and he went to school in the snow 
And at yeah. 16, he started Walmart. No, at 44. And, right. um, you know, I would say Walmart has a pretty big legacy that he's Sam Walden. And not just the legacy of, uh, of the fact that, you know, there's a big retail chain left behind in his name, but the fact that there's a, um, you know, a company, you know, and legacy is something that I think about a lot. And as much as I love Steve Jobs, you know, um, unfortunately, I don't think anyone's going to remember Steve Jobs in a hundred years. Yeah. Um, but but as much as I hate to admit this, I think the entire continent of Africa is going to remember Bill Gates in a hundred years. Absolutely. Because of what he's done for the with his work with Bono and the One Foundation to eliminate AIDS from Africa. And so, you know, you you sort of have to, you know, once you decide to. I think it was Deion Sanders at his his uh, induction. Yeah, it was Deion Sanders in his Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame. He said, "If there's if your dream's not bigger than you, there's a problem with your dream." And um, and that's convicting to me because you know it's we tend to we tend to dream selfish dreams. When you start dream, dreaming like really big impossible dreams, like eliminating AIDS from an entire continent, man, that's a big dream. <laughs> um, but you know, a couple of people have actually, you know, we've since since that was a thing when we you know when I was in high school in the 90s man i thought anyone with aids was dead you know and now look at all the changes to medicine and science and you know it's it's practically being eradicated every day from africa it's still a thing obviously right but it's definitely we definitely believed in the 90s that it was going to be way worse than it is now yeah they've got governments and all kinds of things out uh working on this former presidents and leaders of countries you know they they banded together a pretty big organization there you know. I tell you, what, you know, making elephants fly is is a big bold dream. Uh, I love the the title and the cover of this book. We were talking about, you know, judging a book by its cover. You should judge this book by its cover because it's a cool cover. But highly suggest everybody go out there and get it. Go check out terryweaver.com and and see what all he's got going on. And tell me the name of the conference again. It's called the thing. The thing. Yeah, uh, my buddy McNair Wilson, who's a Disney Imagineer. We were going to call it the Assemble Conference, and we were going to kind of base it like on IKEA that we want to help you put your put together. <laughs> and McNair, you know, and McNair's that one of the Imagineers that came up with the Tower of Terror at Disney World, and he's like, "Man, Assemble Conference sounds like something my grandma goes to." And you know, McNair's in his sixties, and I'm like, "Oh, dude, you're so right." There's knitting at the Assemble Conference, um, and he's like, "He's like, but everybody talks about conferences. Like, have you heard about that thing in Orlando?" He's like, "Well, why don't you be that thing in Orlando?" And so that's what we decided to be, and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because everybody has a thing like you. It, it's so fun to meet creatives and to meet leaders and to hear their thing because they're always so, so random, right? Like they're always so like, you know, if I started telling you stories of the people, you know, I have a, one of my coaching clients that's in one of my mastermind groups and you know, she has a candle company. You know, I've got one that makes sports pictures. I've got one that does art on shoes. You know, just all of these crazy one that's writing a children's book right now about a, a, a seahorse. Um, you know, one that wants to, you know, all of these just things that just don't seem possible, but yet normal, average, everyday people are actually making them possible. And not to say that they're, they're like, I'm not spewing like, hey, they're wildly successful. And like, no, they're like in the trenches and like on the edge of quitting every day. I mean, when I was finishing this book, I, I told my wife half the time when I came to bed and she was getting up and I'm like, well, I quit. I'm done. And then the <laughs> next day I'd restart again the next day. But like sometimes you have to quit for a minute and back away from it. Like, oh gosh, what did I get into? You know, I joke about Walmart. Every time I go to Walmart, um, and I see the the guys in the blue vest handing out the stickers, it's like, 
man, what an awesome life grandpa has handing out stickers to little boys and girls. Because when he leaves Walmart at 430, I promise he's not sitting at home worrying about stickers. Like, <laughs> and, and, you know, and that's why, you know, that's that's why not everyone does this thing that we're talking about. Right. Because it's not easy. It's hard. It's frustrating. It's requires late nights and early mornings and it requires skipping things that other people um other people might do and so it does require sacrifice and i'm i'm not here to give anyone the illusion that there's not tremendous sacrifice involved in making and launching and seeing things that are were once ideas become real so man i appreciate you guys having me on the show and letting people hear this story about this book and i you know I, like i said I, if, if one person that listened today is going to go out and do something tomorrow. Um, and that's my favorite thing about doing podcasts is, you know, if it's just one person that I hear from, it's like, wow, that was a win. Like one person is like, man, I need to do that. Um, there's a, there's a listener to another podcast I was just on. And, you know, this, this girl reached out and she's like, you know, I'm making changes. I'm doing things. I'm, I am going to, to, to make these, this shift and this change to actually making these things real. And so, cause that's, that's the, we want to move people from being dreamers to doers from you know dreaming about accomplishing those big things to actually accomplishing those big things when does the book uh, go on sale the book's on sale right now at um you can go to makingelephantsfly.com or just on my website there's it's on the front page but the, there's a pre-sale for it it'll come out at the beginning of november but i'm okay. pushing the pre-sale really hard right now so anything you guys can do to send people there in the show notes uh, yep absolutely that'll be cool and so yeah definitely keep in touch about the thing and love to have you guys yeah, we're kind of we're we're I've I've being a part of conferences. I've learned that the people that are on the stage kind of matter, but the people that are in the room really matter. And so we're going to be doing this thing called the Soapbox Derby, where we let a lot of the people that are attending the conference speak as well. Awesome. Uh, so um, kind of in a like TED style, you know, 10, 12 minute talks. Um, cool. Yeah, that is a really good idea. So we're gonna try to have one or two of those every session. Just like, hey, what's your big idea? What's your big challenge? Um, you know, and then it's just, and then some people that'll do, that'll, I'll interview some people that will do some live podcasts with some of our attendees, but yeah, just trying to, you know, do fun things and just help people really move ideas into action. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash one one zero. That's for episode 110. There you'll find links to Terry Weaver's website his book, Making Elephants Fly, and just about anything else that we covered in this episode. The best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or that neighbor across the street. Somebody somewhere you know, maybe yourself, has a dream they want to see take off, to take flight. Share this episode with them. Now, if you want to talk to us, shoot us an email, info at beyondtherut.com. There we'll Take a look at your email. If you got a comment you want us to share on the uh, the interwebs through our podcast, there you go. Now, we look forward to hearing from you. We also look forward to you joining us on our next episode. And until all that happens, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, 
I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.